Welcome to Six Count. I'm your host, Sarah Wild, bringing you the voices and stories of jazz from Durham, North Carolina. Thank you so much for speaking with me for Six Count. Will you share where we are right now? We are at the Haytai Collective Kitchen and Cocktails. Yes, we're very close to um, the heart of downtown, but it's great to be here. And you've been promoting the Jazz Jam, which happens on Wednesday evenings from 8.30 to 11.30. But I also heard from the bartender who said, sometimes you go even later. Yeah, I think it just depends on the energy of the night. But out of respect for um, my house band, I like to get them home, you know, at an ample time. So we try to end at 1130 for sure. Were you part of the organizers who initially launched the series? Yeah, it was, it was uh, just a serendipitous moment. I walked into Haytai Collective as I normally do to get breakfast. I decided that my intentions were not pure that day. So I was honest with Derek and I said, <laughs> yo, I didn't mean to just come here and get food. I wanted to also pitch you the jazz jam. <laughs> And uh, it just so happened that karaoke night the previous night was not doing too hot. And so he offered me that same night, which was Wednesday night. So we started doing featured artists more recently in the last couple months. And in order to and we do that because um, it's important to highlight local talent in the area as well as to um, attract different markets, because every musician doesn't only just play jazz. They have these other bags that they play in, whether it's R&B, neo soul, bluegrass, you know, like some musicians in the area. So that fusion is um, represented in their audience and so i'm hoping to attract different audiences not just to the Haytai collective um but the Haytai area district in durham because we have a lot of great businesses in this area that just don't unfortunately see a lot of traffic because of whatever stigmas that has have been attached to durham that i particularly hear coming from raleigh and that's coming from somebody who grew up and went to high school in raleigh so yeah yeah so many great businesses and um i've been to different jazz performances at the Heritage Center, which is just across the street. And so um, agreed, we need more people here. But will you share about who's going to be tonight and the featured artist? Tonight we have Shayna Martin, and she is a talented baritone sax player. She went to Duke initially, got her undergrad, and then went to Central and got another undergrad, I believe, and a master's degree in jazz studies. Um, so she's played with the likes of like Harry Connick, as well as she's currently touring with Delphio Marcellus. And will you share a little bit about yourself? And you play the drums, but do you play with other bands as well? Any other jam sessions you like to go to? Um, I play drums. I play in the Boom Unit Brass Band and uh, Control-Alt-Delete. There's some bands based out of Chapel Hill. Other jazz jams I love going to, or jams in general. Man, there's so many jams in the Triangle, from Monday Night at the Cave to Tuesday Night. We have four jams happening. There's Kingfisher. Kingfisher. That's not really a jam. That's more of a session, but it's a very high quality session. I encourage all of your viewers and listeners to check that out immediately. And then J Lights, um, which is more of a beginner friendly jazz jam in downtown Raleigh at Smoky Hollow. And then there's an R&B jam at The Architect hosted by the Yonder Band. And that's uh, with Grady Matthews and Stephen Klingman and Jay Hilliard and uh, some, I forgot the other guy, Reed something. And then here they have an R&B jam on Tuesday nights at the same spot. That's hosted by CJ Baker, another Central alumnus. Okay. 
And do you tend to stick with jazz or I'm hearing a lot of fusion and your varied uh, tastes? Lately, I've been focusing on learning how to swing because it's such an important part of playing this music. I mean, I still play other kinds of music, but I'm focusing mostly on jazz in order to just do it properly. I consider this just a chapter in, um, not jazz a chapter in a musical, but learning how to swing a chapter in my musical journey. And that's kind of where I've put myself right now. So, Well, Six Count loves to hear that. Um, who are you listening to right now? Uh, man, today I was listening to Billy Higgins with uh, the Eastern Rebellion Band with Cedar Walton, um, Bob Berg, Sam Jones. Oh, I don't know. And then uh, Billy Higgins. Yeah. We can bother you for your Spotify playlist another time. But um, to go back to just the jam, every jam is different. And like you referred to with Kingfisher, there's a few musicians who are able to play near the second set, but often it's mostly just the house band. But can you share what kind of expectations and norms there are for this one and anything else that a musician might need to know before coming? Um, I think if you're a musician that wants to participate, you are more than welcome, especially if you are new to jazz. I want you to feel comfortable, you know, trying what you want to try here. But at the same time, this is a very important art form not just to Americans, but also people around the world. And with that, we try hard to make sure we all respect that art form. And so new players, there's a lot of stuff they don't know, whether it's etiquette or whether it's just how to navigate trading fours with your drummer. I think it's important that people come ready to play, but also ready to listen and hear um, the feedback that they receive and seek it out too. Because when somebody's new to a jam, you're not going to necessarily like be super honest with them about how they played because you want them to come back. You want them to feel safe in our community. And that's something that jazz has a bad rep for, which is like dogging on people. Yeah. And But those experiences also make us stronger. And if anybody does get offended or feels like people don't like them at the jam, that's not the case. We just all want to see each other improve. Mm -hmm. And so come to the jam seeking to play, but also seeking some feedback. And everybody, and so the house band only plays like maybe three or four tunes in the beginning, and then we open it up based on how many people are here. Okay. So... Yeah. Anything else on the etiquette side? Not being a jazz musician myself, I feel a bit ignorant on what those could look like for the purposes of this jam. I'm not going to like give you a long list of rules, but I think things that I've seen here at this jam that I don't want to see ever again is somebody getting on the stage and taking pictures of a musician and then getting in their face while they're playing, you know, actually, or getting in their face while they're playing. You should not be on the stage. Everybody on the stage needs to feel safe. Please stay off the stage if you are not participating soloing you know everybody you're here to play but you're here to contribute musically this is not just a 30 second spotlight for your solo two choruses if you're hot <laughs> one if you're not as a, a great friend of mine sam king once said mm. so and that's just out of respect for all the musicians that came to play because we all want to um hear everybody play yeah. so and you'll be able to play on the next tune like yeah. don't take too many choruses when you're soloing some of this is just like common sense, be a good person. But then if it's not made explicit and sometimes, you know, there is a discrepancy between different people's expectations. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think that's the biggest thing about when musicians leave a jam upset. Like, I know I've left jams butthurt and it wasn't because anybody hurt my feelings because I hurt my own feelings based on what I was, the energy I received. And I've had experiences where people have, you know, cussed me out on the bandstand or just because I was messing up and you're a drummer you your mistakes are the loudest right it's just important that to remember especially in those times like we're all improving and we're all on our own musical journey anyway I also think it's so important for people to be welcoming at jam sessions and not welcoming as like oh you played great like keep on coming back but like you know good try but here's what you can do to make that a good job 
Andy Blair did last week's as the, the host. Is that the right word for it? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, and you're roommates with him, you were sharing about. So yeah. anything you want to talk about being roommates with Andy and the kind of music y'all do? Do you collaborate a lot? Um, Andy and I literally sit in our rooms and practice separately every day because we have these thing, individual things we want to work on. I used to jam a lot more when I was doing music as a hobby, but um, now that I'm trying to pay my rent doing this, uh, I've learned that, you know, jamming with other people is a fun conversation to have. And it's fun if you're like hanging out with some friends, but during the daytime is work time. And so that's when we sharpen the blade and uh, do what we need to do to, in order to take our music to the next level. So, yeah. Well, thank you so much for speaking with me. I'm excited to hear the session. Anything else you'd like to add for Six Count listeners? Um, when you come to the jam, enjoy some food, enjoy some drinks, uh, listen. I really want this event to grow because it's so important to not just me, but to the central community that we have a jam that we can call our, like, the central jam. Because UNCG has one, UNC has the cave. You know, NC State has Raleigh, so they got places to play. But Central students, especially those in development, you know, the next generation of Diamonds, they are going to need somewhere to put that, have that pressure put on them because Colt and Diamonds. Taha, thank you so much again. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Six Count. I'm Zara Wild. You can let us know what you thought of the episode or recommend a guest by emailing us at sixcountpodcast at gmail.com or by finding us on Twitter or Instagram at sixcountpodcast. If you'd like to support our work in telling the story of jazz in Durham, you can make a gift to the show by following the link in our episode description. Thanks for listening.